0: You're listening to that. Damn Crotch Goblins Podcast. Hi you guys. Welcome again to another episode of Damn Crotch Goblins. This episode is sleep regression survival episode. Seriously, we've been going through this. Oh my daughter just turned two in October. I'm telling you what. <laughs> So we will make it. For those who are watching, you'll see that I'm wearing the amazing top I'm wearing is from Latched Mama, a company made by moms for moms through lactation, before pregnancy, with pregnancy, after pregnancy, through lactating, nursing, and after. As you can tell, I'm not pregnant. I'm not nursing, but I love it. It's comfy and it's so durable guys telling you, go check them out. They're not sponsored by, I'm not sponsoring them. I'm not getting paid by them, but I am a lover of them. I'm going to tell you right now, black Friday is coming up. You guys, they have a great deal with black Friday. Um, usually you spend a certain amount of money. I think last year I spent like $200 and I got like a free extra t-shirt, a free hat. Um, like total extra freebies. I'm telling you, it's worth the deals. So check them out, latchedmama.com. Again, worth it. Uh, So today, sleep regression. Again, this is something close to home. I've done it three kids and I think of all the regression ages three times. Oh guys, I'm telling you, I got no sleep. (laughs) And of course we had two kids back to back really close. Um, Our son was 15 months old when we had our daughter. So at that point, he was just about to start sleeping through the night. And then we weren't sleeping through the night anymore. So see what I mean? Like we've, we've been sleep deprived for years. (laughs) So um, we're just going to read over. I got some facts here from what the experts say. Um, It can occur at any age, but typically around these big milestone ages. Remember, these are going to be bursts of mental Growth of neurological growth. So the brain's growing. And I mean, think about it. If you just got an increase of like knowledge, right? You just want to do whatever you could, right? (laughs) So these are going to be at four months, six months, eight months, 18 months, and two years. Now remember, these aren't exact. So it could be a month or two before or a month after, just roughly around that. I always feel like there's one right around two months. I've always felt like my kids have one right around two months um, they start becoming more observant of everything. And I think that with that, they want to see everything. They don't want to go to sleep because they're like, no, I'm going to miss out on something. That's me as a mom. I'm not an expert. <laughs> uh, I'm just an expert mom. <laughs> I'm an expert with my kids. Uh, I think we all are. Right. Um, but you know, I've done it three times around and you know, they're all their own people. And they all have it at different times. Remember too, with sweet regressions, it can also be with teething. That's a big one. Uh, When you do look it up a lot, you'll see teething is in a lot of um, articles because kids can either be born with a full mouth of teeth, which pray for you mamas that have those kids, your nipples are going to be hurting. Um, And some kids are late bloomers when it comes to their teeth. It just happens. But, um, remember to check your, the gums, you're going to run your fingers around them. You're going to feel for bumps or squishiness. Usually that's usually where it's inflaming. It's getting soft so that the tooth can come up. So run your fingers, wash your hands first, you know, rub your hands around the mouth, check for squishiness. You can open it up too. open their mouths and you'll see it'll get darker, usually where it's inflamed and you'll see it bumped or risen or squished out a bit. That means the tooth's coming in. So for those new mamas who aren't, for, you know, familiar with it. Okay. So most regressions do last about two weeks. You guys, um, some are shorter, some are longer, just depends. Um, again, these are neurological growth. They are excited. They're learning something new, whether they've learned to start walking, crawling, army crawling as a uh, bluey puts it. I was just bum shuffling around, <laughs> Hi guys, I'm telling you, I'm addicted to that show. <laughs> oh, I will wear that show. I will wear a shirt. You guys get it for me. I'll wear it. <laughs> I was just bum shuffling around. Well, some kids just bum shuffle. i tell you, I have every episode memorized. I could tell you, um, <laughs> a lot of the experts weighed in and this is what I found. Uh, these are some, things that help with sleep regression. This is their term. This is what they did. I have a whole list of myself that I've learned, but this is what they wrote down. Keep your schedule or bedtime routines. We all know that kids thrive on schedules. Now, remember schedules can look different for a lot of people, okay? You look at professional athletes and stuff and they might have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to start. So the kids might have a weird schedule because the parents have to be or do things in a different way however their schedule looks like, as long as we keep it consistent, you guys, that's all that really matters. Okay. Yes. We all naturally want to go to sleep during nighttime. That is our, you know, biological clock. But again, consistency for kids when it comes to parenting, when it comes to sleep routines, when it comes to -to day-to-day behaviors, routine is key for kids especially kids with behavioral issues. We've gone over that with a couple of other episodes. Um, My older son has some sort of behavioral thing. We still haven't addressed it. I really believe it might be dyslexia, something else that hasn't been. We are searching still for a doctor to help with that. Um, Remember, it's all on consistency. Um, Kids with behavioral issues thrive and need that. They need it. They don't just thrive. They need it. Um, so when learning, same thing, right? Consistency, it provides them those boundaries, especially when they start learning new things, they're going to start testing that. I'm a, i am I have a three-year-old and we're, we're really getting, vo- you know, vocal and it's going to be starting. Hmm. I wonder if I can lie. How do you lie? What is that? What if I say no? <laughs> so we're going to get that one tested. Um, also remember you guys with sleep regressions. These can also be fake sleep regressions when they're sick, you know, they sleep all day and then they're going to be up all night. Um, usually when they're sick, you want to let them sleep, but get them up usually around the afternoon, get them up for a bit, have them eat, take them out of bed, give them some fresh air. Um, I usually would let my son sleep in the morning and in the afternoon I would get him up, have him like towards the late afternoons, like Three or four, and I would get him up, like, Okay, let's get up. I know you don't feel good. Go to the store, or you know, um, this is like he's not coughing, you guys, he's not coughing, sneezing, he's just like running nose, he's just not feeling good. Always bring sanitizing spray for the carts, spray the carts, and when you leave, you guys, don't forget to be thoughtful and kind for others behind you. You know, um, today we were at Costco, and as I left, I sprayed the table behind me. The guy goes, Oh, that was so nice of you, and I'll go. I mean, just, just cause I sprayed it for people who had germs before me, I should spray it for people behind me. <laughs> I don't think everyone behind me is going to have sanitizing spray, but think about that, you guys, what would you like? You know, I'd like to sit down somewhere that someone sprayed something nice for me. Well, that was really nice. I'll spray for behind me. <laughs> so, um, I would get them up have him eat, be active. I know he's sick, but when I know he's going to go to bed, he's going to sleep through the night. That way you guys remember, I know they're sick, but get them up. Okay. Especially towards the evening, keep them up for four or five hours so that he sleep, they sleep through the night. Okay. Um, if they're able to a tap, remember, this is a cold medicine. Um, it does say not recommended for under two. I know that I've put a couple of like baby droplets in my cup, you know, in my kid's cup at like one, I'll do two or three droplets. Again, this is me as a mom. I'm not recommending it. You take it as you want, as a mother, as a father, as a caregiver. Um, I would never give anywhere close to what I recommended for a two-year-old for a one-year-old. Um, I would give like one or two drops or three drops just enough. That I felt like, okay, I'm not going to overdose. If anything, I'm underdosing, but it's enough to give them a little bit of cleaning for their nose. And that was my choice. You guys, again, we are parents, right? Just like a doctor gives a recommendation. Hey, you can go home. No, I don't feel comfortable going home. My child is sick. Um, The fever is not staying down. Oh, no, you're fine. Just go home. You guys stand up for yourself. If you don't feel it's right, it's not right. You have a parent, you have a parent gut. We all know that instinct, follow it. I, I feel at mine, I haven't overdosed my children on it. Children haven't woken up dead. But again, I underdose. I, I do what I feel is less, but enough to provide them a little bit of relief. Um, and that's my choice. Um, continuing on with their list. So they said, keep a scheduled bedtime routine. They also said soothe without another feeding. So try not to feed them again. So they don't feel like they got to wake up and eat again. That's another one, right? Cause then you would start a new pattern or a new routine. We don't want to start a new routine. They did say that if you did use the cry out method to try it again, um, make sure to tire out or be extra active during the day. Like I said, get them up, um, and then address teething issues. Like I said before, um, I thought this was kind of neat. This was a website. I'll tell you guys the address here in a second. Signs regressions are coming. Now, I thought this was great because I was like, oh, yeah, I could have told you that one. Signs are coming. Are you ready? Shorter naps. They wake up. Gosh, dang it. Usually they have like a two hour nap. Why are they getting a 30 minute nap and they're bouncing off the walls? Nap resistance. They don't want to go to nap. They're getting up. They're playing. My daughter did this for three weeks. Take a nap. Go lay down. Just lay down. Stop playing with your toys. Or they skip naps. After 20 minutes, they won't go down. They won't go down. Keep playing. Keep getting up. Keep getting up. Just get them up. We won't fight. After 20 minutes, we don't fight anymore. We're like, you're up. Whatever. These lead to trouble falling asleep later at night. Increased waking at night. And waking up early. So... That was, uh, and I really like this. They have a great chart of naps per days versus specific ages. So if you'd like to look that kind of stuff up and how, you know, how many, how many naps should they be getting at this age or at this age? You know, am I getting too many? Am I getting too little, are they not getting long enough naps? Um, huckleberrycare.com and how you spell huckleberry is H U C K L E B E R R Y C A R E.com. And they have a sleep, baby sleep regression uh, article. And in that article has that nice little chart there. So moms and dads be patient. Remember they're learning, they're excited, they're growing. All right. Um, You might have to reset your schedule. We do this a a lot. Again, I had three years almost of no consistent sleep and it changes all the time. Um, Our nap schedule used to be 10 a.m. and then 1 a.m. or 1 p.m., sorry. And then it was 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And then it was 12 p.m. and we're not doing an afternoon one and we're struggling and we just go to bed early. Well, then we go to bed early. Then mom and dad have to go to bed early because we're getting up earlier. You know, baby's getting up earlier. So remember, things are going to have to change. You're going to have to change with them. Uh, Just understand it's, we're all growing and it's temporary. You guys, they're only this age once they're only 12 months, once they're only 18 months, once they're only two, once, once we reach 12 or, you know, I say once we reach about two years old, it's really kind of growing out of it. Um, You are moving into a different time of their life instead of the sleep regressions. Now we're growing into learning and uh, behavioral learning. And so sleep will be coming, you guys. The sleep will be coming. Don't worry. I promise you we'll get there. (laughs) So survival tip with that one. You may have to go to bed early. I'm sorry. I know. Gosh, dang it. Katie is saying that mom and dad are going to have to cut TV time. But I will say this, the moment they get into bed, You go make yourself that dang hot chocolate. You go make yourself that bottle of wine cup. You know what I'm talking about. You know those big cups, or the whole bottle of wine. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So you go make that for yourself, girl or guy. You sit back, you put your TV show on while they're still getting settled in bed. You take that time for you then. Because that is your time. That's your time then. Take that time. You need it. You deserve it. You're going to have to go to bed a little early. We used to go to bed like 11 o'clock at night. I'm not lying. We go to bed between 9.30 and 10. Some nights on the weekends, we squeeze it in. I like to 11, but We be dragging the next morning because baby still gets up at 7.38. (laughs) You know, so go to bed a little early. You might have to go to bed early. I'm not kidding you guys when I say last week. This girl was getting up. Are you ready for this? Before anyone in this damn house had to get up. Even at school, my oldest son has to get up at 6.45. This girl was getting up at 6.15. 6 a.m. and 5.45 a.m. So guess what? Mama and daddy had to start going to bed at 9 a.m. We only had, or 9 p.m. 9 a.m. Good lordy, that'd be (laughs) whoo. But we had to go to bed at 9 p.m. So as soon as she went down at 8 p.m., That was mommy and daddy get one, one dessert, one drink, and one episode of whatever you're watching. (laughs) Uh, Either it was Andor, Handmaid's Tale. Right now we're working on the Jeffrey Dahmer case. Uh, What was that? What's that on? House of Dragons. I highly recommend that one. Um, I am on the Masked Singer as a backup backup, um, body double. So we've been watching that. Lots of hard work went in that and, oh, I'm not going to lie. It's a sting in the butt. I'm like, oh my gosh, that took four hours and you only put me on for like 10 seconds. (laughs) So be patient, you guys. And you might have to change your schedules. Yours too, not just the babies. I'm sorry. Um, The teeth teething will throw that off. Um, Make sure to stay on top of Tylenol and ibuprofen. Um, there have been times where the timing after giving it, I'll give them meds before bed, like the timing. Sometimes I'll either wait, um, to let them go to bed so that it falls and I can give them their meds right at the time where they need to get their meds. So I'll push bedtime a little bit later. Then right before mom and dad go to bed. Oh, it's time for Tylenol again. I'll sneak in. I'll get a little juice. I'll put in, you know, it's sugar-free juice um, or I'll do, um, I do have a, with isogenics, they have a, what's called a sugar-free hydrate. So it's a hydration and it's good for kids. And I'll put a little bit of that in there with the Tylenol. And of course I wake up, she's like, Oh, oh juice. she'll drink it immediately. Mind you, it's just a little juice, just enough for her to get the meds in. And then, Oh, look, she's covered for the next four to six hours so i'm telling you guys that one really helps during teething times i know you don't want to wake them up in the middle of the night but sometimes you breaking up that sleep keeps them sleeping longer plus you give them the meds if they're teething to keep them down longer so that's another one um i put down some of my examples that we've done during these times and i hope that these will help you guys um during these regression times Right now, there's a huge issue with RSV going around, if you haven't heard or known. Um, Right now, in our own area, um, my middle son, his teacher, he does in-home. He's in preschool, but he's in in-home. And then we meet up twice a month with the whole class. But two of those students have ended up in the emergency room and actually have been hospitalized for more than a day so this is pretty serious you guys make sure to sanitize your kids hands if you do go out and play with their kid the kids have them come in and sanitize their hands every five minutes i know it sounds stupid it sounds really ridiculous but i'll say right now our kids have not caught this our kids have not caught any other sicknesses that are going around um They still get to go out and play with the other kids. We just have them come in. We sanitize their hands. We set a timer, five minutes. Come here. We'll sanitize their hands. And to get them to come in too, we brought like little, um, little graham crack, like the little graham cracker teddy bears. So they come in, we sanitize their hands. We let them have a treat kind of like, Hey, thank you for coming in and sanitizing your hands. They go play again. So the repeat, repeat, repeat. I know it sounds dumb, but after 25 minutes, they're exhausted. We've gotten to keep them safe. And the best part is, is this exhausting time makes it ready for nap time and it sleeps. They get a deeper sleep when they go to nap time. The other thing is right before bedtime, exhaust their butts out. I'll tell you right now, your bed is the best freaking playground you can dream of. (laughs) My husband will get on the bed and go, and (gasps) they start running and it's, throw on the bed and wrestle and dad's a climbing toy and flip-flops over you know this is exhausting for them they're climbing they're jumping they're having to hold themselves steady on an uneven surface this is perfect for them you guys get them on that bed and play Uh, then we take them to their bedroom where they have a slide and a ball pit and just wear them out while I'm cooking dinner. I'll knock out a good dinner for them. Now, when it comes to bedtime, we kind of do this a little bit quick. Um, I wrote that down. So we make it a little quick, but, and we make it a little later during sleep regression times. Um, how we do that is that we do that really, really excessive. I'm having issues recording. There we go. So how we do this is that we do that really, really rough, exhausting working out. And then, hey, it's dinner time. We come and do dinner. And then I'll usually, the one first done, I'll go and I start the bath and I make it a little bit warmer. Guys, I'm not talking about hot. Don't make their skin red. Don't hurt them on it. Okay, just warmer. It might be a little red. Like, I I mean, it's going to be warm but not hot guys we're not trying to burn them we're not trying to hurt them just warm okay make it warmer right because it's more relaxing now they're relaxing they're playing in the toys when it starts to cool off it's time to get out we don't spend extra time in there okay um i think usually about 20 30 minutes it's time to get out um again this is kind of a quick one for us during sleep regressions right because we're already later at night now we're cutting in mom and dad's time but it's needed you guys remember we're altering stuff. They're only this time once. You know, we can always watch those shows again later. They'll be there for forever. So we do this. We get them dry. We put them in warm. Guys, I'm telling you, warm, not hot, but warm pajamas. So either a two-piece or a one-piece. My daughter hates having socks on at night. Don't ask me why. So we make sure to put her in some warm pants and a warm shirt my son will love onesies. So we put them in a nice warm onesie, zip them up, get their beds on, give them some meds if they need it for teething. Um, If they're a little sick, give them a little bit of meds for that, Give them their drink and we put them in bed, put an extra blanket on there. Not a heavy one, not a thick one, just a little thin one. I will tell you, I really do love Cole's big plush or not the big plush, but like the Little throw pillow or full like throw blankets. I can't speak right now, don't ask me. But my kids love those too, and we get them like their own blanket. So, my kids, I'm like, Do you want your blanket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw an extra one on there. Make sure they're nice and warm. Um, don't want to overheat them, but we're going for warm and relaxing. I'm not gonna lie, that has helped me the most. Um, if it's hot in the summer, the opposite make sure they stay nice and cool, but not too cold, comfortable. Um, but same thing, warm bath Then make sure they're cool. So we do this nice routine when they're regressing and I'm, kidding, I'm not telling you guys, either, this helps every time, every time when we adjust our hearts, we get up a little earlier. We go to bed a little later. We get, you know, about nine hours of sleep. We ourselves get extra sleep. Why we're exhausted. You guys, we deserve to sleep in a little bit. We deserve to get some extra sleep. Why not? So we get eight, you know, nine, nine and a half hours. And it works. It makes us calmer. It makes us more patient. And it helps us be better parents. So, you know, we also put on music, guys. When they go to bed, we normally don't have music for them, but during the sleep regression times, we turn the music back on. Why? It helps them. It puts their head right back to when they're littler and they hear it. Ah, okay. I remember that. And they relax. I'm not kidding you. It works every time. We might have to switch it over to white noise or water, but it works. So those are my little tips and tricks. Um, Sometimes you need to cut out, cut out the nap during the day. Um, and then do that nice rough play at the end. That'll help during sleep regression times too. Um, I will say this again, this is as a mother, my choice. I know it goes against the experts. Again, I have three kids. I haven't had anyone die on SIDS. Um, I've also had friends who have followed this and have had great results. This is your choice. You can choose to do it. You can choose not to. It's your choice. I'm not saying you have to, and I'm not saying, you know, this is at your own risk. Okay. But I, I use a flat pillow and I'm saying a flat, you guys, I mean, this thing has been used for a while. It's flat. Like anyone's like, Oh, why are you giving me this pillow? It's flat. It's like maybe an inch and a half. It's flat. Um, It's an old used pillow. um, And I put a nice tight pillowcase on it. And I will give that to my kids. Um, My both of all three of my kids have had either acid reflux or they've been allergic to milk. And so they've had reactions digestional wise. And by putting that in their crib, it adjusted them up a bit. And by doing that, it helped them sleep. Um, I know that's against what the experts say, but I'll tell you right now. I've also had a doctor tell me you'll need to raise them up, get a wedge or something. I've also put that pillow underneath their sheet. And that helps too if that makes you feel better. I have done that that way. Um, When they're younger, when they can't roll, I will put it under their sheet or under the bed sheet so they can't, you know, get snugged up into it. Okay. Um, But when they can roll, I usually have it up top. Um, I snuggle it around their shoulder, like put their shoulders on there and their head. So they're raised up a bit. Um, it seems to help them. I don't know if it makes them feel more comfortable, more snuggled up. I'm not sure. But it really does help my kids. Um, I've also, my sister couldn't understand why her son wasn't sleeping more than an hour. She's like, he always cringes. I'm always having a feeling like, girl, you shouldn't have to feed him so much. It really sounds like he has acid reflux. And I said, you know, because if he's feeling comfort when he's eating, it's most likely acid reflux. And I was trying to direct her over the phone on how to do things. And it really just wasn't working out. And I said, you know, I'll be there in a week. Um, He was only like a few days old at that time. (laughs) So I said, I'll be there in a week. I come and I'm like, oh, girl, he's got acid reflux. Um, I had given her a boppy at the time and she had a bassinet. And I said, here, I'm going to show you how to use this boppy. Now, if you guys have ever had a boppy and a bassinet, these things are kind of pretty cool. You know, they're like a, a C. But if you bring them in close and they kind of overlap a little bit, they kind of make a good donut. And if you bring them in and you put a blanket in there so they don't, you know, sink in, you can sit a baby almost up, but not sitting upright, but not also sitting down, where they're crunching their necks down, you guys. That's where they're cutting off air. You gotta make sure they're sitting kind of like um, like when you sit in a recliner, right? And you sit in kind of flat straight, but back. You're not slinking your chin into your neck. So I laid him good in there. His butt, his feet were kind of curled up like they would be in the womb, wrapped him up with a little blanket. And all of a sudden, I said, Just sit here. You can watch him. He's right here where you can watch him. I said, Only put him in this position where you're going to be watching him. We went out and we got a crib wedge. Mind you, what you can get these crib wedges. Crib wedge. And this, again, is going to raise him up. That's going to help keep the acid down. And it's a safe way to keep him up without putting anything around him or keeping him from slumping down, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we went and did that later. But I said, this is a way for you to watch him. And I'm telling you guys, that kid's slept for about three hours. She was like, I can clean the house now. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> So remember, just because the experts say no, it doesn't mean that there's not things that you can do as a parent, as long as you're keeping an eye on your child, right? Making sure to watch him breathe, making sure his neck's not scrunched in, his chin's not down to his chest, his or her, you know, I'm not meaning just him. Um, There are females out there. Uh, (laughs) Always make sure that you think about yourself, right? Like you wouldn't want to sleep like that. You wouldn't want to sleep crunched over always think of it kind of always want their neck to be showing elongated, as they can breathe properly. Um, I've never really had a problem with that. Um, But all my kids have had acid reflux and I'm telling you guys, that is a horror that if you've had to deal with it, you know what I'm talking about. It is a pain in the butt and it keeps you up at night and it's tiring and it's exhausting and you just want to pull your hair out. It's so annoying. (laughs) So you try whatever you can. That's where this flat pillow idea came in. And that's where I've used it. And it's really helped. Like I said, if they're really young, put it onto their sheet. It's really flat. It's really tight. Those sheets are really tight and you can kind of get it really flat, especially if you can't afford or can't find one of those crib wedges. Um, they're really, that's a really good option. Um, especially those who, and then babies who can't sleep through the night, like 15 months old a year where they're rolling, they can roll if they need to, um, put that flat, put that pillow underneath them, try that and, and snuggle up a blanket, you know, kind of taco. Like I would say burrito them, but like reverse, like over the top and tuck around the sides a little bit, snuggle them up, you know, um, get them really snuggled up with a little pillow to cushion their head instead of that flat, uh, bed. And, See if that works because I'll tell you right now, who would want to sleep on a flat mattress? I So, I think I look at it like if I wouldn't want to, maybe they wouldn't. My kids sleep comfortably now through the night, they may wake up early, but they sleep through the night. <laughs> so, um, think about that, you guys. Uh, those are my tips and tricks. Again, I'm a mom, I'm not an expert. Um, again, I take things how I would. Um, At my own risk you can take my advice um you know please be smart about it you know don't be dumb don't put a you know don't smother your kid into a pillow or you know wrap it around them or you know it's flat for a reason it's supposed to raise it just a little bit just enough to add a little cushion not a lot i mean it needs to be flat you guys i mean like you've had this pillow for like two years you know what I'm saying that that's kind of flat pillow. Like your butt has been sitting on that pillow for like the last like 4 months and it is completely flat. <laughs> you know, it's a flat pillow. Um I have neck issues, so I have to have a flat pillow to roll, almost like a almost like a towel. So I have flat pillows. Um Let me see. I'm just looking at my notes here to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh I went to Yeah, and like I said, I just I would go to bed earlier, knowing that they'd get up a little earlier. Um sorry, excuse my phone for being a complete rudeness to you all. And um yeah, I hope that this survival guide has helped you guys uh in any way possible. You guys, we're all in this together. We're trying to help each other. That's the it takes a village to raise a, a child, you know, and we're all different. We're I mean, gosh, we are all different. Look at, the, look at Costco. <laughs> Go to Costco. We're all different. <laughs> we all were raised differently. We all have different needs, all different likes and wants. We eat differently. You know, we have different tastes. So why is it that they expect us all to sleep the same way or to be raised the same way? We're all our individuals. So try something. If if everything's not working, you're not sleeping through the damn night and it's just not working. Try something new. That's all I'm saying. Try a flat pillow. It worked for all three of my kids. It might help yours. You know, Um, try the coals. They're thin. They're not plushy plush. They're thin. Keep it low. Um, You know, we're not looking for big fluffy blankets, you know. Uh, Coles has a nice knitted uh, fabric for kids right now. I got one for my daughter. It's a nice blanket. Nice thick. Try that, you guys. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you're crazy, Katie. Go F yourself. (laughs) Email me, uh, damncrotchgoblinspodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. Now, again, it's kind of weird because i can't spell damn on there so it's d space a space mn crotch goblins podcast um i believe it's facebook forward slash d m n crotch goblins podcast that's how you can find me at facebook um please add us follow us i try to post every day we put one up um I'm definitely going to put up the information for Huckleberry.com on there. Other things like that. Please share, like, subscribe, share with your friends. We are on TikTok too. I like to post little funny videos on there. Uh, See how I snuck in some gluten-free stuff into the theater. I went from B's to double D's. Hmm, Actually, it's more like C's, but B sounds funnier. (laughs) So uh, yeah, check that out. Pretty fun. I have some tips and tricks on that. Uh, <laughs> and you know, message me. I would love to hear what you guys want to hear. We got some ideas, but gosh, you guys are the ones who are listening. What do you want to hear? would love to hear some more ideas. Um, coming up soon, I was thinking some funny things that we all know and secretly don't ever talk about with kids. Um, and some other survival and trips and tricks with kids that you can do that I've learned. And uh, next week, we will be listening in to a podcast about um, one of my friend's journey in finding himself and becoming his true self in a world where it was once not allowed. I can't wait for you guys to listen. It truly wants, brings me to one of big tears, but I really hope you guys will follow me in that journey with him. And uh, we will go from there, you guys. So thank you again for listening. Like, subscribe, we're on uh, Spotify, RSS, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. So please follow us on Facebook and thanks again for listening in. And I hope you survive this. Take the survival guide and apply it to what you can.